Hello, I'm Greg Howard Jr. and this is Don't Make This Weird, the podcast. Each week I invite a special guest to talk about their life, news, politics, and anything else that may come up. Head over to the Patreon where you'll get the random questions game, a secret from my guest. You get some merch for being a loyal patron and you get this whole episode uncut and without this bit about joining the Patreon. So head over to patreon.com forward slash springbreak83 productions to join now. Welcome to part two of my conversation with Lauren Ashley. There was there was a lot of um, pushback from uh, Nina Turner's supporters over the fact that um, Whip Clyburn came and you know held a rally um, after endorsing Chantel Brown, um, but they seem to have no problem with you know, Senator Sanders and uh, Cornel West and AOC coming um, to Ohio to stump for Nina Turner. Um, do you, what are your feelings on like elected officials from outside of like districts and states coming in to stump for candidates? Oh, I like I know that's just like a thing. It's a thing that just happens. But Whip Clyburn, I thought, made a really good point in one of the interviews that he did where he talked about the fact that they had issues with him and he'd been coming in. He'd been going into Ohio. He'd been involved with local races there like four years. So he actually has a connection to the community. I think there's a really big difference between having someone who has like some kind of ties and clearly has an investment in the well-being of like a specific district or state district or state or whatever versus oh yeah well we want well it's a we want AOC down there why please tell me why what connection does she have to Ohio what connection does she have to the people there are the people there asking for her no i think like that's what i would say is like the big problem and for me Listening to the people who actually live there, when they said they were sending Bernie Sanders, I'm like, the same Bernie Sanders who got curb stomped by Hillary there? Are you serious? The same Bernie Sanders who got his, his, who also got curb stomped by Biden there. Like, it's clear that the people in that district don't respond well to him. They don't feel that he meets their needs. So then why would you send that person there? I think it'd be totally different if you, I don't know, if like a Hakeem Jeffries, like if Hakeem Jeffries had gone in there, his politics appear to align more with what the people on the ground um, actually want. And that isn't to say that, okay, well, you're saying that Nina Turner, just because she's on a, the far left, that then she doesn't get to bring in her people. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is you're bringing in your people just because you're, they're your people. You're not actually doing any deliberations to think about who might who might actually be able to speak to and connect with these people. Um, it's very telling that they brought in Cornell West as a black person. To me, it's like, well, here's our other black. Here's our other token. Um, that's very clear. And it's also hilarious to me as a black person because after his, he's been throwing a temper tantrum over 2008. <laughs> 
since 2008. Those damn inauguration tickets. Damn tickets. Exactly. So for me, I'm like, you're sitting in Cornell West. You know that most black people, let me not say that. I can't speak for most black people. The consensus I get from talking to regular black people who are not obsessed with politics is that that brother is tripping and that we liked him in the nineties, but he's off on something now. And the fact that they don't, that they couldn't see that he, sending Cornell West in the nineties, that would have helped. Sending Cornell West right now doesn't help. And the fact that they can't even see that. It's like, he was a revered figure in the black community until he showed his behind. And we don't forget things like that. You call it low information, but we remember, we remember that he showed his behind. We remember that he's upset over some damn tickets. Like, <laughs> but this is who you choose to send. And I mean, maybe that just means that they have like a bad pool of people that they need to find. They need to find progressives who actually connect with people. But then that would, I would think, entail actually, I don't know, caring about more than themselves. That's just my opinion. I will, like, I have to give just the biggest commendation to whoever in Chantel Brown's campaign secured the endorsement of uh, Secretary Fudge's mother. Like mm-hmm. that was just absolutely the most perfect endorsement. You know, and I remember, I remember the opening of the video. Uh, she said, "My daughter can't endorse Chantel Brown, but I can." And I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh my god." It was, that was brilliant. And it made me think of like another like level of disconnect that the Sanders, I say Sanders, well, it's because they're all following him. It's very clear. It's obvious. You can't pretend like they're not. It's that for black people, again, because they think that we're low information. They don't think that we pay attention to things. They don't think that we can take care of ourselves. You know, we need a good white guy to tell us where to go. But, um, we're very perceptive. If the former Congresswoman's mother is the person is is coming out to endorse this person, that's then going to endear black voters toward that person, not just because she's her mother, because old black people don't just do what people ask them to do. We respect our elders and we take a lot of stock in their wisdom. And that's another mistake that Nina made which is sitting on stage with Killer Mike and letting him call Jim Clyburn stupid. So on Chantel's, in Chantel's camp, you have, we respect um, Secretary Fudge's mother. She's the person in this ad, like venerated elder. And then on the Sanders camp, you have a candidate who is sitting there laughing while another person, another black person, is bad-mouthing an elder, a black elder, a man who has fought for civil rights since before damn near all of us were born. And those are the kind of things where it's like, they don't seem to, I would say for like the left as a whole, they don't seem to be learning, but part of the issue with like Nina Turner is like, she knows better. And that's another thing with like black voters. If we see a black person disrespecting elders it makes us question that person that's not the way that our community works we can we disagree with our elders all the time 
But to sit there and call that man stupid, like that's not something that we do. She knows better. And so does Killer Mike. And um, I don't know, use like some black parlance. It's like y'all acting crazy out in front of company. Your little white friends have you acting like this. And we know that you know better. And I don't know. Bernie Sanders has no interest in the black community, which is why he just picks his tokens. But I would think that if you have, if you have um, black candidates that you want to push your message, that you would make sure that they're connecting to other black people. And that's not happening. That's not happening over there at all. And like, for me, it's laughable. Like when South Carolina happened, like as a black person, I knew that everyone was gonna go for Biden. Like, but then Nina Turner and Brie Cheese, they're shocked. And that's another thing. It's like, you have black people who are not connected to other black people. And that's just weird to me. Like, I'm not from South Carolina, but I have a general sense of my community. And that's not to say like, as people say, we're not a monolith, but we have like some pretty standard, um, practices of pragmatism and some pretty standard values. So me, Biden was obvious, 100% obvious. Bernie wasn't gonna make any headway there. They don't get it. So you have, I guess what I'm trying to say is they have clueless black people, that's who they pick, clueless black people. Don't connect with other black people. And you, because you think we're low information voters, you think that just because we see someone who's the same color as us, that we're just gonna gravitate to them. To the point of, of accusing Chantel Brown's campaign of colorism, which I mean, like, it was, I don't know. I'm like, you guys are really grasping at straws here. Really grasping at straws. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I feel like the, the killer Mike moment in the Ohio 11 campaign was very reminiscent of the moment during the presidential primaries when the squad sat on stage and laughed and openly booed Hillary Clinton. It mm -hmm. was, it was in that moment that, you know, because there for a while, you know, there was, there was some trepidation that, you know, Bernie might actually pull this off. But, mm -hmm. you know, for me, when that moment happened, I was like, and it's done. Like, yeah, it's absolutely finished, you know, mm -hmm. because the base of the democratic party while they're, you know, they may have their problems with the Clinton family, you will not slander Bill and Hillary Clinton. Oh, no. Or you're absolutely finished. Just like you will not slander the Obamas or you're done. That's another thing that they don't <laughs> understand because they're constantly going after President Obama as well, which to me says you're just not, I mean, it says a lot of things. But you just like made a really good point. You don't have any clue. Um, you don't have any clue about the base of the party. And they've alleged that the base is like white progressive. So like they've been trying to push that little narrative, white working class people or whatever. Um, so it's clearly like they don't understand that. I mean, the fact that you would go, I, They've bought into their own narrative of Hillary being unpopular when, first of all, as she I said, she won the popular vote. She won, like, she won the popular vote more than anyone had. Like, I, 
it's 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 just it's like it's absurd from that point and it's absurd from the you're clinging to this man who america rejected multiple times multiple times and you're claiming that hillary isn't popular if hillary isn't popular then what the hell is bernie sanders please tell me two-time primary loser what is he well hillary lost well hillary lost to obama um hillary was his secretary of state hillary is a team player that race was very 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 close what has Bernie done? Nobody likes him. Nobody wants to work with him. He's got nothing done, as our as Madam Secretary has said. Like they live in their own world. I don't know. Yeah. And I've noticed it's it's a habit with you know the far left to be very obsessed with how much money other people make. Oh, like they're constantly worried about other people's pocketbooks. Yeah. And I'm like this this could be why you don't have things like i don't know yeah i mean like like with the purity pledges and that's where some like center left dems like faltered is like going along with those things and it's like you guys like no take the money take the money and then at the same time with their fixation on money your guy is a multi-billionaire with how many houses again three four i don't know you're cool with him having money, but it's everyone else who's the problem. I, and that's another just, that's not a disconnect with like, because I've been talking a lot about the black community because I'm black, but that's just a disconnect with like Americans, period. We don't hate people for being rich. You guys are a really niche group and maybe you don't understand, <laughs> but we don't hate people for having money. I don't know where they got, to, I do. It's, it's rooted in like, you know, this socialist ideology, like everything should be redistributed. No one should have too much and da, 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 da. But I'm like, that's not how most Americans think at all, at all. So why? And even if those are your personal beliefs, why are you, why are you like going really hard line on this specific thing that isn't catching on to anyone else? and the people you're appealing to don't even vote. So like, what are you doing? It's like. <laughs> yeah, like I, I don't care that, you know, Jeff Bezos is the richest man in the world right now. Mm -hmm. I care that he's not paying taxes. Exactly. That's what bothers me. I don't exactly. care that he made all this money starting Amazon. Good for him. I didn't, you know, I don't have an idea to start the next Amazon. Like that's, that's his bag. He secured it. He should, he should be paying taxes though. Mm -hmm. A hundred, I, I agree a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Like the issues that most people have with rich people is just, okay, well, they're not paying their fair share. Nobody cares that you're rich as long as you're contributing as much as you're supposed to be to society. But they're just saying like, and I've had people say, well, it's immoral to be a billionaire. Really? I mean, then, just say that you're mad that they thought of something you didn't. That's like, it. Let's be done. That's absolutely it. <laughs> so moving away from politics, um, I want to talk about there's and one news outlet, I believe it was Vanity Fair, called it the um, 
the hottest wellness trend of the summer. Um, <laughs> a lot of celebrities have come out recently, most recently Jake Gyllenhaal, and said that he doesn't bathe. And I just I cannot wrap my head around this. Like, I took a shower before we started recording this because I was going to be on camera in front of somebody like, you know, you're not even in the same room. And I'm like, I have to make sure my hair looks all right. I have to make sure I smell good. Like I've got clean clothes on. I just, I, you know, and, and we should preface this with that, you know, we understand that, you know, there are elderly people and, you know, there are differently abled people who Mm -hmm cannot bathe themselves and cannot bathe regularly this conversation is not about them we you know we understand and you know we respect that they can't do that this is about like ultra wealthy Mm -hmm. white people you know because even the rock today came out on twitter and said gave (laughs) his entire bathing routine and it was like we knew we knew, we knew, we knew. You didn't have to tell us, we knew. Right. <laughs> um, but I will definitely say that I feel like it eased a lot of people's fears when uh, that video cr- clip of Chris Evans. Yes, the best that Chris. Bathed, the best Chris. The only Chris that we recognize <laughs> at this point. <laughs> I just, I, I can't fathom like waiting until you see dirt on yourself or your kids two bays so like we have like unwashed lead twitter has been an issue for like years now (laughs) but even with that and as disgusting as that is i can see that there are people who are just so lazy that when they get in the shower they're just like well that looks fine that looks fine i mean i can see the train of thought that might lead someone to making that terrible decision I cannot, for the life of me, understand what would make a person, I mean, going away even from personal hygiene, like a parent to say, I wait until my kids stink. What? Particularly like, okay, with babies, babies are disgusting. They're constantly soiling themselves out of their mouths, out of their behinds, everywhere. They're disgusting. Babies have to be cleaned all the time. And I think um, with Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis, I think they were the ones who were like, oh, you know, you don't have to wash a baby all the time. And I'm like, yes, you do. They're disgusting. Two two summers ago, um, my youngest baby cousin, she is two right now. She's about to turn three. Two summers ago, I came home for the summer. I was playing with her on her grandmother's porch, holding her over my head, and she just puked all over me because she's a baby and that's what they do. As I went to go and wash my hair, her mother then cleaned her off because that's what you're supposed to do. And even beyond babies, small children are disgusting. They just, they're like dirt magnets. You're waiting for them to stink? I, it, I don't get it. What is the problem here? Particularly when little kids, when it comes to like, even after they're potty trained, 
they don't clean up down there the way that they're supposed to because they're nasty because they're they're just I don't want to say like because they're little kids they're just not going to do it they're not there yet it could be part motor skills part like not really getting you know obviously they need to be bathed obviously I don't, it was the admission of the kids. That was what really got me. Like, I know that there are like, I've known plenty of hippies since like starting school that I know that there are white people who just don't bathe because like, uh, whatever, man. But like, you're not cleaning your kids? Really? See, I feel like, you know, if a regular non-celebrity person admitted to not bathing their children somebody would call cps absolutely cps would be there in like five minutes five minutes like because i <laughs> i want to say like kristen bell and dax shepherd's kids are yep. are like school age mm-hmm. like so oh know, yeah a, a phone call would have been made the teacher would have made a phone call yeah like these children are being neglected exactly you know and it, it makes me, it makes me side eye a lot of these people who are, you know, even like people popping up on Twitter saying, oh, well, you know, I don't, I don't bathe regularly or, you know, my, my husband quit using soap two years ago. It's like, we're in the middle of a fucking pandemic where we were told stay clean. And y'all are admitting that you haven't used soap in two years. So, you know, the reason we're still in a pandemic is because of people like you. That is a really good point. The pandemic link, like my brother and I were just talking about like the plague, like, you know, the original plague (laughs) and how that spread because people were filthy. You guys are doing the exact same thing. The exact same thing. If you're being t- just like seeing the how um, hand soap and stuff went like completely out of stock in stores, I was like, okay, so were people not washing their hands before? The answer is no. And the answer is that in addition to not washing their hands, they weren't washing anything else. And See, I like, feel like I, I saw, I want to say there was like, it was a picture on Twitter or like a video on TikTok or something where somebody showed like all the hand soap in the aisle was gone but they went one aisle over to like the body wash and stuff I and saw it that. was still just completely stuck and I, it, saw that. I was kind of like oh my god i saw that and i'm like i mean like it's just like it's nasty period the not being a, not being clean to me is just like the worst feeling And like, we like, I live in Buffalo. So we've had plenty of times where like, and like my mom's house is old. So the pipes have frozen and we've had to go without running water until like we could get to like maybe my grandmother's house, but then her water pressure isn't good because like I said, she lives in the hood. So on those occasions, we have had to buy gallons of water. And I mean, it's not even worth trying to heat them up. So buying giant jugs of water and taking them into the bathroom and cleaning yourself like that. And it is the worst feeling. 
And I say that to say, because there are people who, well, what about people who can't bathe? And it's like, that's not the issue for, and I like, for people who cannot bathe. And I've, and I know that like, this is a thing that people who have like had issues with like finding housing and stuff have said, it's like the first thing that they want, the first thing that you want to do when you finally have access is to take a shower because it's a horrible feeling. And so I don't understand the, how privilege then leads to this feeling of not needing to be clean. Maybe it's because then there's no stigma attached to it. If you're a stinky rich person, you're still rich. I don't know. Just like I think yesterday, um, who was the last one? It's like five of them the same day. Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt's still still yeah. getting work, but apparently he smells horrible. Yeah, the wiping down with like one or two baby wipes. Yeah. I'm like, so you're getting work while you smell horrible. There are people who don't have access to water due to no fault of their own, would love to take a shower, cannot, and they cannot, they cannot maintain work if they smell like you. Like yeah, and there was there was somebody who said that maybe it was like the newest celebrity attempt to appear relatable, like, oh, we're just like you. We don't, you know, we don't <laughs> always shower. And I'm like, I don't know of anyone that that's relatable to. Literally nobody. I and just the fact that you're so far, you just reminded me of like at the start of the pandemic when Gal Gadot and those other celebrities made that dumb Imagine video. Yes. That's what this is. It's like, yeah. what do you think the rest of us are doing? Right. Like, you know, I know that like everybody has a dream if they ever like hit the lotto or, you know, made it, made it big that, you know, they have this dream of their dream house. My dream house has a 15 foot shower in it with mm -hmm. one, one of those waterfall shower heads. And the, like, I, like, that's so funny. My, my dream house has a full Japanese bath. Once you've like bathed in Japan, nothing ever comes close because you scrub down, you, you like completely shower down and then you go and get in the tub. That's what I want. Like it's, they're so clean there. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, everything's so clean. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we've got a couple of minutes left um, and kind of a tradition here on the show. Um, at the end of the show, I ask all of my guests 15 random questions. Um, some of them I found on the internet, some of them I made up, some of them were sent to me, uh, by people on social media. Uh, you game to play? Yes. All right. So you just sat down at your computer, you opened your web browser. What's the first website other than your email that you visit? Oh, <laughs> that's actually probably YouTube, probably YouTube. I I pause because I'm usually on my phone and not the computer. Probably YouTube. Okay. Um, sweet tea or lemonade? Ooh, sweet tea. Right on. Um, who is your favorite Spice Girl? I had to sigh because my mom found my journal from when I was 10 years old and there was a photo of Sporty and Baby Spice in it. But my answer is scary. <laughs> right on. 
she was see for me it was scary and posh those were they were the coolest they were the yeah. coolest um what is the most random and terrible thing that you've watched all the way through on netflix there was this movie oh my god what the hell was it called it's a movie made by some little white girls whose parents had a lot of money and it's a movie about them it doesn't have a plot it's like them being like jojo siwa or something my friends and I watched it because we we saw an ad for it when we were doing something and we were like, well, this looks like the worst thing ever. Let's do that. And it's, oh my God, I can't even describe it. It's absolutely atrocious. Why can't I remember what it's called? It's basically, okay, you remember Rebecca Black and Friday? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like that, except the kids were like a lot younger. It was horrible. Absolutely oh horrible. <laughs> But like, I like intentionally watching bad things. Finding out something's bad while you're watching it is different. <laughs> Pancakes or waffles? Oh, waffles. Mm. Uh, Renaissance fair or sci-fi convention? Sci-fi convention. Do you have an unusual celebrity crush? Like somebody who, when you bring it up, they're like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Oh. I feel like most of my celebrity crushes have been con- okay. Hmm. Right now they're like all pretty conventional. I will say that I developed my crush on Denzel when I was like five, and no one under none of the other people <laughs> my age understood until we became adults. Then they got it. And all right, he's not a celebrity because he actually had like a job. But I've had a crush on Bill Clinton since like kindergarten and I've definitely gotten I mean from older black ladies I've gotten the yeah bill but like people millennials like what what's wrong with you <laughs> I okay I take him over Barack like that's with all due respect to Hillary all due respect <laughs> to Hillary like I'm not at in any way shape or form that type of person but I see why she married him <laughs> um bra always on or only when you have to only when i have to sweater or hoodie sweater with this hair sweater um if you could have an entire movie theater to yourself and you can watch any movie in the entire world what do you watch I guess I'll just go to my default Black Panther I've watched it a million times and if I could just sit in a theater by myself and watch it I'd be very happy I see that especially after the passing of Chadwick like yeah just to kind of like sit there and absorb his performance and cry exactly which is what I did when ABC played it um, the day after he passed. I sat it's, in my room and just absolutely sobbed. It took me like, I think like, it took many months for me to be able to even look at him. Like I, when they announced they were airing that, I was like, nope. I'm just at the point where like, I don't cry when someone mentions him, but yeah. Do you wash your legs in the shower? I'm black. <laughs> <laughs> 
I that's yep. <laughs> Pool or ocean? Okay, so like I hate the ocean, but I like the beach. So like there's a point to the ocean where I'm okay. Like, you know, just like, I don't know, like up to here. And people pee in pools, but there's more ocean. So I'm going to go with ocean. Okay. Even though there's like people peeing in it and animals <laughs> peeing in it, there's way more of it than in a pool. In a pool, it's more concentrated filth. That's a really weird train of thought, but yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, if they were making a biopic about your life, who would play you? Angela Bassett is too old. Let me think. <laughs> oh, oh my God. You know what? I feel like Issa Bray would have me down pretty good. I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> Nude beach or not a chance? Not a chance. And finally, what's the best piece of advice you've ever gotten? Hmm. That is a really good question. I mean, honestly, not to go back into like a darker place, but to never to only stop in major metropolitan states while driving across country, no, major metropolitan areas. Like only stopping at cities, don't stop at towns. And then in conjunction with that, not stopping in red states is like a safety thing. That was my uncle who travels a lot, drilled that into the whole family. So it's like an internal green book. Yeah. That's actually, that's damn good advice. Yeah. Well, Miss Lauren Ashley, I want to thank you so much for being here today i have enjoyed this immensely um, thank you for inviting me i was having a stressful day because my mom's freaking out about nonsense so i enjoyed <laughs> this <laughs> and listen anytime you want to come back i've always got a space on the zoom for you awesome thank you so much no problem you have a good evening you too If you enjoyed this episode please consider subscribing and if you're on apple podcasts leave us a review if you didn't enjoy this episode why the fuck are you even still here if you'd like to get in touch with the show you can email us at don't make this weird pod at gmail.com you can find us on twitter at sb83 productions on instagram at springbreak 83 productions don't Make This Weird is a Spring Break 83 production.